0: Good day to everyone, I'm Kenneth Orsalis, a member of LTFRB. It is a pleasure being invited here. So, today in this podcast, I will be discussing with you the implications that we encountered in terms of transportation during the start of the pandemic. So, at the beginning of the year, the coronavirus has picked up its pace and has affected around 191 countries or so by that time. Uh, This, of course, affected the transportation sector through a virus of ways. Uh, Let us first discuss all that has happened in the sector from the past year. Ever since the lockdown, less people were allowed to go outside, and of course, this affected the passengers for transport groups. These transport groups suffered a lot during this stage as having no income greatly impacted their way of life. As seen in the news, that many families that relied on the transport industry for income were severely affected by this lockdown. Not only did this uh, affect the transport industry, but as well as the country's economic gain from the said industry. Luckily, our agency, LTFRB, has already taken steps to help these people get through these tough times. This more, which I will discuss shortly. For now, I will discuss what our agency and other agencies and the government has done regarding this whole issue. The DOTR and other joint agencies such as the LTFRB have decided to reopen or gradually soften the rules regarding the use of transportation while also following the health protocols mandated by the government. These agencies the following months, namely on December 22 of last year, in continuing the soft open, the transport industry has opened up around 399 routes for 35,153 public utility jeepneys, 48 routes for 865 modern public utility jeepneys, 35 routes for 4,552 public utility buses, uh, 41 routes for provincial pu- uh, pubs, 42 routes for 608 point to point buses, 124 routes for PUVs, 2 routes for modern PUV units, and as well as 21,663 uh, taxis and around 25,495 transport network vehicle services around the country. Of course, uh, train ridership and operations for maritime transport were lower compared to before the lockdown, and air travel was also slowly opened up and only required health documents for travel. Going back to the talk about uh, helping those affected by the decline in the transport industry, the LTFRB has taken the initiative to to provide remuneration for these people in the forms of what we call AYUDA as well as providing programs such as the Service Contracting Program that can give an alternative way to earn income for these people. As of the data we have received from December 4, 2020, you have given around 802 million passes to around 123,517 PUV operators. Now I would have to admit, even with these actions that we have done, we're still quite a ways away from recovering from its effects uh, especially in this industry. It has been very stressful, especially for us here, finding ways to provide the best help we can the fastest way possible to lessen the suffering of the Filipino people. With the rising cases now, we have to keep strong that we can make it through this challenge together as a nation. Rest assured that we at the LTFRB will continue serving with the people's best interests in mind. Uh, one, once again, thank you very much for today. I am Kenneth Salas, your guest expert for today, and I hope you have a nice day. Stay tuned for more pod- podcasts like the, these in the future. Bye.
1: Hinuwalay man atin luna, tumindig at mati wala. Ngunit tayo magkasama hindi hindi ka magisa. Malubha man nalagay ngayon, sama-sama tayong babangon. Sama-sama ang dun. Sa sama sa paghilom Sama-sama ang aahon Sama-sama ang babangon Sama-sama sa paghilom Sama-sama ang aahon Sama-sama ang babangon Kay raming nangangain. betag menangati di mahau feel it man ka hai ho dinah ver Bansa. Sama-sama tayong tudugon Sama-sama tayong babangon I need